You're listening to Jungle Land, the leading Idaho State University sports podcast. Uh, I'm McLean Westbrook, and I'm joined in the studio today by Idaho State uh, safety, Calvin Pitcher. Calvin, thanks for joining us today. Happy to be here. Well, uh, Calvin, uh, I've been meaning to get you on the show for a while now, so uh, I'm glad we could finally <laughs> finally schedule time. I know it's a busy season for you, busy semester for me, so kind of getting a time has been uh, good. I'm glad glad we have this already. So you're you're from a, a football family, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am. Dad played, brother played, uncle, grandpa's. And you're from California originally? Yes, yes, Corona, California. All right. So how do you end up going to ISU? Uh, coming out of high school, you know, I had a I had a handful of offers, but Idaho State was the only Division One, and you know, full ride can't can't pass up on <laughs> can't it. Can't say no to that. No, not at all. So uh, how did you how did you Get on the. I know everyone. When you th- talk about football, everyone's like, "Oh, the offense, the quarterbacks." That's how fans pay attention to offense. How do you kind of get into the position of safety? How do you get into defense when you're growing up, getting into football? Uh, I actually grew up playing quarterback. Really? Yeah. So I was on. I was the exact opposite. You know, I was on the offensive side of the ball, and you know, I think got to about sixth grade. I had these these coach. He's also my coach in high school. Um, he just kind of put me at safety. I was already playing some linebacker. And I mean, I had fun, stuck stuck with it through high school, and ended up nicely for me. So, all right. Well, how's uh how's the transition from Corona, California, to Pocatello, Idaho? It's a little tough in the winters, or see, I actually love the winters. So I'm a I'm a strange case because I love the cold. So it wasn't too bad, and I like the change of change of speed too. You know, there's no traffic in Idaho, so hey, that's right. At least out here, <laughs> not, not too bad on uh, Pocatello. Um, so you've been. At ISU now for a few seasons, uh, you're one of the more experienced players on the team and kind of one of the team leaders on defense, especially. So what's your playing experience kind of been like at ISU so far? Uh, so freshman year, you know, I was repping all special teams and just rotating a little bit at safety. And I mean, it was a great experience, honestly, especially as someone just out of high school, you know, because you get to college and these are grown men, you know, <laughs> especially in this area of the country. You know, you got the, all these missionaries who are, you know, you got 22-year-old freshmen. You know, it's crazy. But I think just, you know, getting my foot in the water freshman year helped me out a lot going into sophomore year, earning that starting spot. And, you know, now we're here. Yeah. And so your freshman year was? 2021. 2021. Yep. That's right. And so you've been here for a couple of a tough seasons uh, for the team. Uh, and so what's kind of... Uh, not to be, uh, don't want to be negative because we're. This is a positive. Idaho State football is. A, we're gaining momentum. We're moving up. But what were what those years kind of like as a player and as a team? Um, I mean, it, it was it was different, especially in high school. Coming from you know Corona Centennial High School, it's an established program. You know, we're we're winners there, so it wasn't easy coming into this environment and just going one and ten and like expecting that to be okay, and mm-hmm. then for it to happen twice. You know. It definitely kind of burns that fire, you know, within you. Like something's something's got to change. Well, that's me. If I got to change it, or you know, Coach Hawks come in here, done, done a lot of new things. So yeah, well, the good news is it didn't happen a third time. We're already at two <laughs> wins uh, as of this recording. So something has changed. Coach Hawkins comes in, uh, defensive coordinator. Coach Runda brings in a whole new defensive system. Uh, how's the defense different from what you've played in before at ISU? Um, well, I mean, this is my first time being in any defense with three safeties. So mm-hmm. that alone is an experience. But I love the defense. You know, I think we got some really good guys. We got some really good coaches. And we're just trying to – we do what we're told to do. We play around fast, fly around, and make good things happen. So Yeah, we have that more 3-3-5 yep. defensive set. And so that's different for ISU. 
And it's a it's kind of a tough defense to sort of master from a team perspective. What's that been like? Uh, repetition, you know, and it is a little difficult when your offense only goes ten personnel. You know, we're sp- they're spread all spring ball. You know, we didn't get to see a lot of the looks that we see on Saturdays now. But uh, like I said, look, we got some really good coaches, and I think they've been help guiding us. You know, we got leaders on the defense to help each other, and we've been making things work. So that's awesome. So you have some of these these tough games against a lot of these big sky schools, a lot of the out of conference schedules, and so we're you're working obviously each week to improve. What's what's the process been like? What do you what do you what's working and what sort of needs to be worked on? I guess. Um, you know, it's gonna sound really simple and cliche, but playing good football. <laughs> you know, when we play good football, we're a great team. Like it's hard it's hard to beat us. But you know, when we fall off the ball, like like I say, the first half of the last game or Utah State, you know, it's we make things harder for ourselves mm-hmm. in a way. So yeah, um, I was. I was going to bring this up later, but this is a good segue now. So the season starts out with this tough out-of-conference schedule. I think, uh, depending on where you look, but I saw at least one story that listed Idaho State as having one of the toughest strength of schedules in the FCS. Um, finally get that first win against Northern Colorado on the fourth game of the, the year. What's it like getting that win, especially knowing uh, from where you're at how hard it is to get that first win? Uh, it's kind of like a, like a landmark, you know? Like, it was a final, like, okay, a deep breath. We got one. Now let's get these next ones. Like, let, let's keep this thing going and build some momentum throughout the season, so. Yeah, and so uh, you come away from that that win against Northern Colorado in homecoming uh, for ISU. Then you go up to Missoula. It's cloudy, rainy, atmosphere's crazy in Washington Grizz. It's loud. But it's a close game. It's a competitive game. I was there. It was a fun game to watch. And I remember in that press conference after that Montana game, um, you and Cyrus Wallace and Coach Hawkins come in, and I can feel like the energy off of you guys. Uh, you said uh, in that press conference, you said that based off that game, the Bengals can compete against any team in the conference. Uh, what What's led to that sort of change in confidence for the team? I mean, I think it's just the whole it's the environment in general, like the atmosphere around the team, the culture that we're starting to build, like – I, mean, I haven't been it's been three teams, three new coaches, three like almost entirely new teams. And I, I think the guys on this team, we know how to compete. We're tough. We're resilient. And I think we all know what we're capable of and we're able to push each other to get to that point. Along with that Montana game, we we get we get that one against Northern Colorado, close game in Missoula. And then this last week, we had that game against Eastern Washington. What happened in that game? Oh man, that was it was a roller coaster of emotions for sure. I mean, you were there, you felt it, you seen it. Uh, I think that was just a testament to this team, you know, coming back from that forty-one fourteen deficit, like in almost one quarter. Like, I mean, we're seeing we're all over like the news. I'm seeing TikToks of the t- of that game. You know, it's crazy, but I think that's just testament to our character, to our toughness, in that never quit type of mentality. Yeah. So. That, that idea is something that Mike Davis brought up and a, a couple other players that I've talked to have brought up is in the past, the Bengals have had a tough time working through adversity. And so how do you work through adversity? Because that game did start out 41-14. to 14. What's the atmosphere on the sidelines like? Uh, you can never stop believing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the moment you stop, you start thinking that, oh, we, we could lose, we might lose, then the game's over. Then you're going to roll over, you're going to stop swinging back. But, I mean, we got guys picking each other up on the sideline, encouraging each other, reminding it's okay, like, let's keep going. You know, and you see those big plays being made. 
I think that energy starts to feed and it starts to carry on, carry on. Yeah, that's a similar to what we kind of heard after the from you guys after the San Diego State game to kick off the season. Another close game against a an FBS school in San Diego. Some people thought you know we could have taken a win away from there. Uh, what was what, what's it kind of like um, when you're in those moments? You gotta like you said, you gotta just keep believing. How do you keep your head in a game like that? Because obviously. I know you guys have great confidence in yourselves, but still, you look up at the scoreboard, it's 41-14. How do you come back from that? How do you think, uh, put it away and just keep going? Uh, I mean, you just got to control the controllables, you know. I mean, our DC says it all the time. Just keep lining up. Just keep getting that offense to line up again. So you just play by play, like control what you can control. I can't control the score. I may not be able to score, get a touchdown right now, but I can do my job, do my assignment, and try and make the play I can make when it comes to me. So how much has that how much has that sort of atmosphere that culture changed since Hawkins has come in? You know, I think <laughs> our strength coach, Coach Pitt, had a lot to do with that. You know, building some of that toughness, that grit, but just the competitions in general. I mean, from strength, from from weights to speed training competitions to in practice. You know, we, we can never stop competing and encouraging, believing each other, being good teammates. I think that's also a big factor. So you allow that those those forty one points. Eastern scores, and, and obviously you're on defense. In the second half, though, they only scored two field goals and no more touchdowns. No, they don't even score in the fourth. What's that like from a defensive perspective? What did, what did you do different, I guess? <laughs> we kept lining up. <laughs> you know, we, uh, you can only take so much, right, until you start to get fed up. You know, we were dudes starting stepping up, being leaders on the sideline, even in the first half, you know, trying to, like, reassure us, re-encourage us to keep lining up and playing. And, you know, Went through halftime, you know, the scoreboard, it, it said what it said. So we had to come out second half and prove some of it, prove otherwise. Show us, show them who we really are on defense. So That's awesome. Mentality to have. But, and, and obviously you get to go out there, you get to perform on defense, and you get to stop them. But then you have to go to the sideline and watch the offense take over, and they have to execute too. So how much trust do you have in, in your guys on offense to, to go and make that comeback happen? I mean, I have all the trust in the world in them. I mean... I mean, we we practice against them every day, so we we know full well what they're capable of doing. So, I mean, to see them execute like that, I mean, it's beautiful. It's a testament to them, to us, and it's just like proof that like what we're doing is it's paying off in a way. I had a couple like questions. I, I was kind of planning this interview out, and then that game happens against Eastern Washington, so I kind of have to throw out all the questions I had planned and focus on that on that moment. Um, what's there, there's a couple moments in that game, like that fourth and nine. Jordan Cook hits Fredrickson on the one yard line to convert a first down. They score, we score that touchdown. We get that onside kick after we don't get the onside <laughs> kick, and it's called back on a penalty. Are you, are you watching those those plays happen with sort of like holding your breath on the sidelines, or is there a confidence there? I mean, of course you got the confidence, but it's still like make or break plays. So of course you know I'm nail biting on the sideline, like. Come on, like I know we got this. So when those plays happen, like when they are made, I mean that feeling is like incredible. Like just seeing it all come to fruition. Yeah, and so we, I, I think Coach Hawkins in his press conference today said something along the lines that you guys had to play fantastic in the second half with the help of a little divine intervention. <laughs> so it took a little, a little bit of a miracle, 
also you have to be you have to be good enough to where you can have the ball bounce your way. Yeah. Um. So you you have those ball the ball bounce your way. You have a couple plays go your way. Maybe a, the refs give a call or two to you guys, but obviously you're you still have to perform at a at a high level to to come back. Like you said, you gotta keep keep lining up. And so what what's it like? Um, on defense, uh, Eastern gets the ball back with like less than a minute left. You guys are up by one, and you just know you have to stop them from scoring. What's what's that like on on defense? Um, I mean, we've done the, we do these scenarios every week in practice, two minute drill every week. Like it's nothing we haven't seen before. I mean, we've been put into two minute situations all season. So I think I think I think all the guys are ready, really ready to like put the game on our shoulders and try and w- win the game. Well, well, you do end up stopping Eastern from converting a, a f- into another first down, but they end up getting into field goal position. Are you out there on that on that field goal defense on the special teams there? Yeah, I'm out there. All right, so you have that first field goal attempt where they they kick it, they snap it, they kick it, it goes through. Coach Hawkins called the timeout, so he iced the iced the kicker. And then what do you what do you think in lining up the second time? I'm thinking we finna block it. <laughs> I'm thinking Joker's about to come off the edge and get a chip on it or something. But luckily he didn't because we didn't need to. And <laughs> he whiffed. He, the ball didn't, ball didn't get there. And, I mean, you saw the reaction on the video. Like, yeah. That feeling on on the field, like, it was unbelievable. Yeah, there's a, there's a video that ISU Athletics put out, I think. And it's like a field-level view of the kick. And you can just see after it. It doesn't show the the ball. It shows the team chaos. And after after it misses, team just loses it. Buck wild, yeah. Everyone's rushing out onto the field. Everyone's going crazy. And then you guys remember, there's still like a second left. So you gotta yeah, go. Let's get off the field. Like let's 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 win the game for real. Let's finish this. Yeah, you got to take that knee. So what's it? What's the atmosphere in the locker room after that? After that win? Because I, I saw the videos after the Northern Colorado win. I gotta imagine this one meant just a little bit more. Oh, it's a party. <laughs> it's a party in there. I mean, I couldn't stop smiling the whole night, really. Like, I mean, I just want I want everyone on the team to know, like, that's what winning feels like, you know. Like, once you get addicted to that and to competing, you know, like, who knows where we can go with it. And and another thing Hawkins said is that you can you can preach uh, improvement, you can preach kind of get to the next play, improve yourself all the all the way. But you do have to have a little bit of proof in the pudding when it comes to getting some wins, yeah. and so that that's kind of evidence there. You got a top twenty-five win first off, but you came back from twenty-eight <laughs> points down. So how does that affect the team going forward? Um, I mean, like I said about the one that was the lamb, that was the the benchmark. We got one win, and now that we got two. And after that game with uh, Montana showing we can compete, I think it's just going to continue to. To roll, and I mean, I said, I said it in the press conference in Montana. I think we can compete with any team in the conference, but when we play good, like that fourth mm-hmm. quarter, so I think you'll start to believe it, and it's going to start to carry over to the weeks following. Yeah, how much does that sort of confidence affect your play? I mean, are you able to win without that kind of confidence? Uh, of course. I mean, it's all about competing at the end of the day, and I mean, I don't know. We play ranked teams almost every week, you know. Like anybody can look at our schedule and say, "Oh, they're not supposed to win that game." So, like that confidence, you know, it just kind of, it kind of has to be there, you know. If nobody's gonna believe in us, we gotta believe in ourselves. Yeah, you had a tough out of conference schedule, and you know you've been here long enough. The Big Sky is not 
the easiest place to win in. <laughs> so it takes it takes a whole team effort and takes confidence to to get those wins and to get those performances. Mm-hmm. And as kind of like a team leader yourself, uh, you've been you were named team captain this one of the team captains this year. And you uh, were you were with Mike Davis and Coach Hawkins representing the team at Big Sky Media Days. What's it kind of like? transitioning from one of the younger players into one of the more experienced players on defense and taking on that leadership role? To be honest, I still feel like I'm the young player. I mean, <laughs> I only got here two years ago, so to, to be kind of like flung in, not, not the spotlight, but like on this pedestal, you know, thinking about all the guys who are looking up to me and listening to me, uh, I've just tried to uh, be the teammate I would want them to be for me, really, mm-hmm. and just try to be a leader for them, you know, whatever they want, whatever they need, you know, if they need – Hey, if we got like a water fountain broken, hey coach, let's let's get this fixed, you know. <laughs> Just try to be like help them out to make their uh ex- experience better, really. Yeah. Do you think that team chemistry has has gotten better? I I don't know how how up and down it was the last couple seasons. I know a lot of people might have transferred in. I know we got a young team, a lot of freshmen. What's the kind of like bonding experience like for the team? I think we've always been really close here as a football team, you know, like I think from for my freshman year, like they turned into brothers, like in a matter of months. But now to see like that brotherhood and that like bond uh, transition to the football field as well, really, it's a uh, it's been it's been nice. And obviously, getting a couple wins helps that oh, just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> you see, winning fixes everything. So, uh, from a your defensive perspective, what do you think of this this new offense that Coach Hawk has brought in? Uh, the the thrown Idahoans are back. Uh, we got Jordan Cook and and Hunter Hayes both taking a, their own time at quarterback. What do you what do you make of that? As long as we win games, I I will never have anything negative to say. <laughs> and I mean, we're putting up crazy numbers. I mean, we're leading the conference in passing. We got Freddie and Chaden both leading receivers in the conference. So I think it's. We're taking advantage of the uh, weapons we have. So Yeah, I think uh, this team has surprised a lot of people. Just a, a really good receiving room, especially. Yeah. Got a lot of lot of weapons. Uh, and so, is that tough going against them in practice? Oh, yeah. I mean, it can only get us better, right, on defense. So Yeah, I uh, I sat in for some of those, uh, some of training camp back in August, uh, summer camp, fall camp, whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was a little bit hard to tell, like, how good – how good we were because I, it felt like it was really close between the offense and defense there in the in training. Mm-hmm. I think that's just like I said earlier, like that's our competition, like our competing with each other. Like defense, we know how good our offense can be, and they know how good we can be, and that carries over onto Saturdays too. I feel like, yeah, and that three three five is kind of designed to stop some of the the pass plays there, and the offense that we're running is predominantly pass plays. So you kind of yeah. got. Uh, kind of got the perfect combo there for yeah. each other uh, to make each other better. Um, so what's kind of going forward for the rest of the season? We got the game against Portland State coming up. After that, we got Sac State. Weber State at home. That's going to be a big game. Then we got uh, UC Davis, Coach Hawk, going against his uh, his dad. Then got Idaho up in Moscow. What's kind of the mission for the rest of the season for the team? I think our biggest thing will be staying week to week. Mm-hmm. You know, can't get too, too ahead of ourselves. I mean, we're still – the one in ten last in the conference Bengals, you know, just because we have two wins doesn't mean we can get all big headed. So I think just keeping our nose down, grinding, working week by week, and you know, surprising some folks. I think we'll be all right. I think uh, Coach Hawkins would be happy to hear that answer. It kind of matches <laughs> some of the stuff we've heard him say. And he was asked earlier today, "How do you kind of turn the page from that Eastern Washington win? Huge comeback victory against a good opponent. What do you do to kind of?" 
focus on the next, like you said, week to week. You got to focus on Portland State now. I think that's just part of being a game and treating it like a professional. You know, you just got to, all right, that game is over. When Sunday comes around, Monday, you got to watch the film, corrections, and then get ready for the next week. Because right. you're not going to play them again. You're going to play somebody else. So, <laughs> Yeah, so you talk about some of the team culture. What's the... Do you guys? What are you guys doing when you're not in practice? Are you guys hanging out with each other? Are you oh, guys yeah. having a good time together? Yeah, yeah. We're always hanging around with each other. And, I mean, I think these coaches have done a like, really good job of getting us together outside of uh, football. So, like, all summer we had barbecues, you know, getting together with our position rooms and just going out for dinner. So we've been doing a lot, a lot like that. That's been, I think, helping us on the field. Does that also help having the new coaching staff come in and sort of establish that relationship with the players? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, when they got here, they made it, like, an initiative to, like, Go out and meet us and like create that bond. I mean, they have, their families are always around us. Like it's really, it really is a family affair. Mm-hmm. I've, that's kind of what I've heard from some of the other players <laughs> I've talked to. So that's good to good to hear. Uh, how about for you personally? What a uh, obviously you want to play football as long as possible. <laughs> but uh, after college, after football, what are you kind of planning on doing? Uh, you know, I'm getting a degree in marketing management. Okay. So I'm not sure what I want to do with that yet, but I, I'm looking into real estate. So we're going to see how far football can take me, though. Interesting. Well, it's a good time to get into real estate. Especially in Idaho. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think you'll be uh, short on work there. Uh, so this is a, a question I've asked everybody so far. Uh, and and it's kind of interesting because I've talked to Jordan Cook. He's only been here since January. I've talked to Mike Davis. He's the oldest player on the team. He kind of rolled rolled his eyes when I reminded him of that. <laughs> um, but what what so far has been your favorite memory playing football at Idaho State? Uh, it might be this Saturday. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I honestly, that's a pretty good one to that's have. A, that's a great one. Either that or UC Davis. I mean, that's two ranked wins right there. So, <laughs> yeah, there was that that game in in 21. Yeah, yeah, 21 against UC Davis, where uh, none other than Cody Hawkins himself was the offensive <laughs> coordinator uh, for the for the Aggies. They come into Holt Arena, and for for no reason, they they lose uh, to ISU and uh. Like pretty decisive game, yeah. so that's that's special for sure. So uh, I mean, it, it's awesome to have. Like even you've played through some of the lean seasons now. Even through those seasons, you still have some some memories and moments that you'll carry carry with you from ISU. Oh yeah. What's it, what's it like playing in the playing in the community of Pocatello? I I was walking in Walmart the other day and someone asked me about the game and it was like it's cool to have <laughs> to have the the town kind of talk about. The Bengals. I mean, I love it, and I mean, I, like we've heard it all the time. When you win games, Holt gets filled up. So you know, we're trying to see even more of that community support come out. I mean, I've been seeing it the last two years. You know, just walking through Walmart, if you wear the right shirt, you might have somebody come up to you and speak, and seeing all the little kids after the game. Like, I think that's really cool. Just seeing everyone around you who supports you, like, because I don't think everybody thinks about that on the team. You got to remember, like. This is a community. Like these people really care about us. Like mm-hmm. they want to see us do great. Yeah. Do you think that Do you think there's a different like culture or atmosphere around the community supporting the team this year? There will be. <laughs> keep winning. Hey, keep winning. There will be for sure. All right. That uh, that is uh that's what we'd like to like to hear. <laughs> keep winning. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Go Bengals. <laughs> All right. That is what we like to hear. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank have you a, for having me. Have a good one.